0: Hi, welcome to my podcast, On the Grow. I'm Grace Lee. In the last episode, you heard me cover the topic, being in a seasonal rut. I discussed four reasons why we get into seasonal ruts, how to get out of one, and some anecdotes in between. If you haven't heard it already, you should definitely check it out. In this episode, I'll cover loneliness during the holidays. I'll be discussing what many of us go through during this time of year. How many of us pretend to be happy, even though we don't always feel that way. How loneliness during the holidays affects us mentally, and ways we can change our mindset. You know, I've been really liking these recaps on what I'm doing and current life happenings and stuff. I started sharing a little recap from election week and the uncertainty, and it was pretty fun to talk about that. So this week, I wanted to give a little update with where I'm at. I'm back in my quarantine home, Fayetteville home, oops, in North Carolina. Honestly, I was counting down the days until I'd reunite with my family for Thanksgiving break, and I'm very grateful to be here. I know a lot of us aren't able to see family, given the current circumstances, but with Thanksgiving a week away, I'm reminded of how grateful I am to have such good-hearted parents who... Are willing to drive all the way up to New York City to pick me up. The drive is about 11 hours one way. They actually drove on a Friday night and they drove all through the night and arrived at my apartment at four in the morning on Saturday. They were able to get a few hours of sleep before we hit the road again and made it down to North Carolina at 8 p.m. on Saturday. Before going home, I actually got COVID tested for the first time and my results were negative. I wasn't feeling any symptoms or anything, but I did it as a precautionary measure before seeing family and any close friends in North Carolina. Just wanted to remind everyone that protecting the people you love and others is a good thing and should definitely be encouraged more. It was my first time getting tested And I wasn't ready for the nasal swab. It hit me by surprise and I felt a little dazed afterwards. One of the women looked at me asking if I was okay. So that sums up my on-site testing experience for you. I've been in my family home for mm, about six days now. And the difference between quarantine time and now is that I'm still working from home, that is. I even brought my iMac desktop home on the road trip because it's important for me to have my office space, even while working from a different location. To me, it's something that's familiar and routinely for me, and I want to keep that going, that momentum. I want to be able to feel comfort doing my daily work while being in a different setting. It's been great so far, I've missed home-cooked meals and having space to roam around the house. I've also missed the runs around the neighborhood too. It's been so warm this November, but I'm not complaining because I love being able to wear shorts while running. But it would be nice to finally have the weather keep up, you know? A few days ago, my two kittens also got spayed. It's been difficult for me watching them in misery, wearing their cones and sulking around my bedroom in silence. It's been especially hard to see their lack of energy and personalities, but I know they'll heal soon. I didn't think it would affect me this much, but it's been difficult to focus occasionally. Oh, and not to mention, we went Christmas decor shopping the other day, and we picked out a bunch of really, really cute things from Target and this store called Christmas Tree Shops, which has always been around in Fayetteville. I've always, I've always um drove past it, and I always thought that that place was only for Christmas trees, and I always wondered how it stayed open year-round, but this was my first time going in there and it's actually not just Christmas trees. It's a lot of Christmas decorations, I will say, but there's also like food and makeup products and a bunch of just random things in there that are just discounted. So if anyone who is in Fayetteville listening to this podcast and has gone past the Christmas Tree Shop store on Skybar Road, you're welcome. So that's my little recap of what my stay has been like here in Fayetteville. And moving along on to today's topic, loneliness during the holidays. We all associate the holidays as a time of joy and love, but it's also a time for loneliness. This year, especially with COVID cases on the rise and states restricting their travel guidelines, the holidays are probably going to be very different this year. Some people live far away from family and friends, and won't be able to travel to see their loved ones. But the holidays are also that time of year where people dread the holiday parties and celebrations because they don't have anyone to go with and would rather stay at home than show up alone. Though this year, there won't be any large holiday parties or gatherings, but that feeling of loneliness is there. And then, There's the kind of loneliness where even when you are in a room full of people, you feel emotionally distant from those around you. I don't know about you, but loneliness in general makes me feel nostalgic. When things don't seem to be feeling great for me during these seasons of loneliness, I'll try to think of happier times. My mind will go to the places where I didn't feel so down, where I didn't feel lonely, and where I felt happy and peaceful within. It makes sense that many of us fantasize about our happy memories in the past, rather than dwell in our current situation. Whenever I start to feel lonely, it's because I start thinking about what someone else might be doing, or what people are doing around me. Sometimes, I hear laughter and music from my bedroom window in New York City or the TV playing from my neighbors next door. I start tuning into what people might be up to and that's when my heart sinks because my mind is already flooded with the idea that people are having fun together or spending time together and I'm over here by myself feeling lonely. We tend to associate loneliness with being alone. Why do you think a lot of people pity the ones who are single? They'll look at someone who is single and go, oh, I feel so bad for her. She's all alone. As if being single is a bad thing. As if being single means you're lonely and alone. Even though that person who made the comment might be in a toxic relationship and isn't 100% happy either, but is sticking with that person because she or he feels lonely without a companion. In that case, I'd rather be single. I'd rather be single and alone if I'm not happy with the person I'm with. It's as simple as that. And one of the worst excuses with couples is this, but he sometimes makes me happy But she sometimes makes me happy. It's like they'll give someone a free pass because they occasionally make them happy. Not fully. Occasionally. Ugh. No thanks. I remember coming home for Thanksgiving a while back, it's like years ago. And my aunts and uncles were asking me if I had a boyfriend and just updates on my love life. Like, what's new? When we used to have these large Thanksgiving gatherings with family, you'd have the typical relative asking you how your love life is, and if there's anyone in your life, and when you're getting married, and when you're having kids, and blah, 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 all those questions. And I remember they would look at each other and then at me in a pitiful way, almost like they felt sorry that I hadn't found someone. I've said this once and I'll say it again. There's this societal standard and pressure that being in a relationship and finding the one is what will make you happy. It's what will give you a fulfilling life. But you don't need a person to be whole. You don't. It's sad how many of us believe that we have to be in a relationship to solve our problem of loneliness. I would simply smile at my aunts and uncles and let them know I'm happy because what does it matter if I'm happy? I'm content with where I am and that always comes first anyway before committing to a relationship. You should love who you are and learn to be happy with being by yourself first. I will say it really did take me a long time to get here versus the many years where I didn't love myself, but was also convinced no one would ever love me. Have you ever felt like you were in a crowded room and still felt lonely? That's how I feel sometimes when people make a comment that you can't be lonely in a place like New York City because it's filled with so many people. But honestly, New York City of all places can feel the loneliest of them all. It doesn't matter how populated a city is if you're not making connections with people living in them. There have been occasions where I've felt that lonely feeling sitting in a room full of people. I've definitely felt it at parties where I just didn't really seem to bond with the other partygoers. They either were in different places in life or just too different for my taste and vice versa. I know a lot of people don't like that feeling of being alone in a room full of people. Maybe that's why people pull out their phones and pretend they're texting someone or talking to someone so they don't give off that impression that they're by themselves. Maybe it's an appearance thing and how people will judge you if you're seen by yourself, or maybe it's a fear of missing out. There's a lot of fear and judgment of others in how people will treat you according to what you give out and put out. I personally think it's silly to live based off of this, quote, perfectionistic viewpoint in hopes to please others. There's this level of realness that comes from just being yourself, regardless of how people will take it. We've all struggled with wanting to fit in or be a part of something. So I know that mindset is occasionally there. For me at least, I'll find a way to override my mentality, then listen to the voices telling me to give in to what people will say and think. But that's not to say I still don't feel lonely a lot of the times. But I will tell you, sometimes the feeling that I'm lonely is short-lived. 10 minutes later, I'm rolling my eyes at my dramatic size and then turning on Netflix, grinning and laughing over a funny TV show. Lonely? Yeah, right. I'm perfectly content and happy doing life by myself, and there is nothing wrong with feeling that way. In fact, it gives me the reassurance I need that you don't need anyone to feel whole. Your loneliness is simply just a, how can I say this, temporary panic button that we hit when feelings hit. But it goes away when you realize that you can put an end to your own thoughts on loneliness. That's what usually gets me out. That you are in control of what you think and what you choose to continue thinking. If you choose to continue thinking, I'm lonely and it's making me miserable, you will continue being lonely and miserable. But if you decide, I'm lonely and it's making me miserable, but I'm going to change the way it affects me, and either treat myself to a nice dinner or a movie and be happy with where I'm at in life. Your attitude and behavior changes. You may not be able to control how you feel about certain things, say loneliness, but you can choose to do something about it. I've spoken about changing your behavior and attitude in times where you feel down and miserable to friends before. I'll always harp on that because Your mind is that powerful enough to change how you respond to situations. Since I live alone, most of my days are spent in silence working on multiple screens. There are some days where I'll work from sunrise to sundown and don't interact with anyone in person. Not that we're doing that anyway because of COVID, but it's been rare for me to speak out loud to someone besides my two kitties, Pepper and Luna. The loneliness I feel is sometimes companionship. You can ask anyone, I am the queen of wanting to be alone and wanting my me time. But as humans, we have this inner desire to find a companion. and That doesn't always have to mean a significant other of the opposite sex, but even someone to call a friend. We want to love and we want to be loved. When you're living by yourself and working for yourself, you find yourself being alone the majority of the time. Loneliness isn't just emotional disconnection. It's also a social disconnection. And just like I mentioned with feeling alone in a crowded room, loneliness also means feeling misunderstood or unseen. I know people in my life who have told me how they feel so misunderstood by others. I've also felt the same growing up, too. I think the greatest lesson I learned from that is realizing not everyone is going to get you, understand you the way you want. Even if you explain it 10 different ways, there will always be people who just don't get you. That's not your fault, and that certainly does not mean there's something wrong with you. It's just not the right fit, and you don't have to mold yourself into a different form to make people understand who you are. I think the hardest part of that is wanting to fulfill your own desire to be understood by everyone and form connections with everyone you meet. But if it's hurting you mentally and emotionally, it's not worth it. Another loneliness factor is how many of us pretend to be happy, even though we don't always feel that way. It's kind of like the story your parents told you growing up, the boy who cried wolf, one of Aesop's fables. The story of the shepherd boy who repeatedly tricks nearby villagers into thinking a wolf is attacking his town's flock. When a wolf actually does appear and the boy again calls for help, the villagers believe that it's another false alarm and the sheep are eaten by the wolf. The moral of the story is, the more you lie, the less others start to believe you. And to continue on with that, the less others start to believe you, the less you start to believe in yourself, and that's when you start to plummet, and that's when you start to plummet emotionally. If you put on this false persona to be happy on social media and give off this facade that you're living your best life when you're not, and you're having fun with all your friends when you're truly not happy, then you are essentially digging your own grave to loneliness. The more you keep wanting to show how happy you are so either people won't judge you or people can envy you or Whatever the reason is, the more you are likely to feel that hole in your heart expand further and further. You're going to feel lonely because you know deep down it's not true. You know that you're not being honest with yourself and others, and the holidays are especially the biggest time for that sort of behavior. The start of a little lie can lead to more. And that's all I'll say about pretending to be happy and covering up your loneliness instead of embracing it and doing something about it. When we start to feel lonely during the holidays, we'll take our minds elsewhere. We'd rather focus on the happy times and memories than the situations we're in that that don't make us feel good about where we are at in life. With past relationships that made us happy, Past memories that remind us of certain people or certain times in our lives where things felt simple, like anything before 2020, or things didn't feel as complicated, uncertain, and lonely as they do now. One thing that contributes to my nostalgia is music. Music takes me back to those memories. So do looking through old photos. I have about 16,000 photos and 6,000 videos on my iPhone. I'm the kind of person who makes photo albums in my iPhone photos to categorize my content. For instance, I have an album for Christmas in New York City 2019 from last year's Saks Fifth Avenue shots, Rockefeller Tree, and then I have an album for Lee Family Arizona trip 2019 where I dumped all the photos and videos from my Arizona trip with my family last year. Every year we travel together. That's actually our Christmas present to each other is just making memories and experiencing different places with each other. And I've been liking that family tradition for as long as I can remember. We stopped doing the whole material goods, gift giving, and decided that we just wanted to spend quality time together in quality places. Every now and then I'll go through my old photos and I'll feel reminded of what I felt during those moments that were captured and the moments that weren't captured. I have a very vivid memory where I can recall what I was wearing, what I thought about what I was wearing, how I styled my hair, why I picked the shoes I did, whether it was for comfort or to match a certain accessory and whatnot. I can tell you how I was feeling that day, what my mood was, all down to a T. That's why looking through old content gives me all the feels and makes me feel emotional sometimes. I'm curious, do you have certain photos or videos that make you feel nostalgic about a happy memory or time. Can you recall what it was? If you want to share with me, you can always send me a DM on Instagram or an email so I can read it. I feel like one of the most common ones might be relationship content. I'll touch on this a little more in next week's episode, but the loneliness really picks up when we're looking at other relationships. Why is it that we find ourselves comparing our insides to other people's outsides? The words I'd probably use are picture-perfect to describe a commonality of displayed IG relationships these days. Part of why the holidays feel more lonely for many of us because society has high expectations for this time of year. The absence of a romantic partner or a close-knit family, can add a level of discomfort and a need to fill that void in order to be merry, enjoy parties, and exchange gifts. Loneliness can feel excruciating, especially during the holiday season, as the rest of the world has its share of family reunions and limited celebrations. The holiday hype is hard to resist, I get it. The Hallmark movies, the Christmas advertisements, the joyful holiday songs can leak into our subconscious and alert us whenever the holiday season rolls around. There's something about December that makes this time for lonely people extremely difficult. You start to wonder why you don't have someone to kiss under the mistletoe on Christmas or a date for New Year's Eve, even though you were perfectly fine with your single status in November. I read this one quote from somewhere that read, What's particularly challenging around the holidays is the contrast between the ideal and the reality. I personally think if you're feeling lonely right now and you're already dreading the holidays coming up, it's not too late to do something about it. Reach out to someone. Anyone. If you don't have anyone, DM someone on Instagram. Or hey, You can even DM me on Instagram, at bygracely. I'd be happy to chat with you. The holidays are also an opportunity to build new relationships and friendships. Take the risk, make the effort, and see what happens when you do. We're all going to feel loneliness from time to time. It's perfectly normal. But no matter what, here's your gentle reminder that you are not alone. Be sure to follow along and subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. Stay tuned and keep listening to the next episode in the series called Let's Talk About Holiday Heartbreak, Weight Gain, Stress, and Finding Happiness Till the End. I'll discuss the holiday heartbreak many of us experience, why exploring yourself and staying single can be a good thing during the holidays, the touchy subject on holiday weight gain, holiday stress and what many of us might be going through right now, and staying hopeful in times of uncertainty to the end of this crazy year. Thanks for tuning in!